Well, he declared, Andrew. You heard him. Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back. Back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is... This is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds. I'm looking for rhymes. Hello, welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, someone is definitely wrong, and I forgot to hit record. In this show, we take time (laughs) out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, to talk about video games, and most importantly, Matt's high school band that traveled from mall to mall and performed exclusively via late 2000s gaming sensation rock band. That was one time. That was one time, and I'm a little mad it still comes up. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It is really good. It's definitely one of my favorite pieces of debate this lore. Yeah. Uh, It's it's, it's a personal favorite chapter in the Matt Cole deep lore. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's an important section of the wiki to understand Matt Cole as as a as a human as a person. And guys, it's that and world champion Pokemon pinball player and, wor- and world champion mm-hmm. Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire pinball. I cannot be more clear how important that distinction is. If gender is a binary between rock band and Pokemon <laughs> pinball too, I am the bisexual in the middle. Okay. All right. If, I'm segueing. I'm segueing. Matt Cole fan. Name three niche pieces of information about him (laughs) (laughs) all right go ahead i'm segueing and much like matt with his high school buds way back when i'm sitting here looking at the three of you and i'm here to exclaim the five words that every 20 something exclaims at one point in their lives after you know a few beers and a brief stint of disillusionment with the outside world we should start a band we should start a band we shouldn't actually can i just ask you guys when was the last time that you suggested to a group of friends you should start a band it's been a while i have i have opened four bars since the time that i (laughs) since the last time i suggested starting a band todd has an answer it was college Mm -hmm. and we were all smoking and drinking in one of our fraternity brothers rooms and it only took two of us to bring an acoustic guitar into the room before we decided (laughs) that we were going to start a band I work in two different theaters, so three and a half months ago. (laughs) I have been a band this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Now, guys, this band's going to be different, I promise. (laughs) We're not going to do it the lame old way everyone else does. You know how Kyle does it, like spending years and years (laughs) practicing and perfecting an impressively technical skill with one very specific musical instrument. No. Instead, we're going to contract fictitious video game characters to do that for us. And yes, the science absolutely checks out. Don't worry about it. Ladies and gentlemen of the listening audience, please welcome the three leading digital talent scouts, comma, interactive entertainment division. Todd, kick punch, it's all in the mind. Thomas, Kyle, crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Harper and Matt in the rain or in the snow. Got the got the funky flow. Cole. (laughs) Are those all from Parappa the Rapper? They're all from Parappa the Rapper. Oh, okay, because so I only knew the first one. I just watched an entire long play of Parappa <laughs> the Rapper. <laughs> Is there anything more iconic than that line, kick, punch, it's all in the mind? I don't like, think so. I, mean, I don't know who... if there's a millennial out there who, who has ever touched a PlayStation who doesn't know that. 
I think that's one of the few through lines in that era of games. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know a PlayStation. I know Kick Punch. Kick it's Punch. on the mind. It's on the mind. Same. Yeah. It was yeah. just mm-hmm. that one demo disc that everybody had. That is on the list of experiences all millennials had with playing in yeah. Blood Gulch. You know, like yeah. Blood Gulch <laughs> right, evokes right. a similar feeling yeah. to Kick Punch. It's all in the mind. Rockets on Hang 'em High. That was that had the same like Final Destination Fox yep. only energy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. So, talent scouts, you've now spent, I assume, months scouring literally decades of video game history, specifically one listicle, looking for the best candidates for this innovative gaming band. <laughs> so, I want each of you to begin by running down the list of your bandmates and what game or franchise they come from. Now, remember, since this is a high concept that we've definitely talked about before, but for our, our audience, in order to qualify each member, we need proof that each of those band members have some sort of musical talent. So they have been seen playing an instrument at some point in a game. Doesn't have to be good, just has to be. And finally, and arguably most importantly, what will the name of your band be called? And let's start with Talent Scout number one, Todd Thomas. Hello, yes, I am Talent Scout number one. Thank you for having me here today. <laughs> Andrew, we are bringing you the hottest sounds from the corners of the far realms of all of our favorite video game franchises, I think. So <laughs> while the other two Talent Scouts here, Talent Scout 2 and Talent Scout 3, uh, are going to be haphazardly throwing together musicians to form some shoddy makeshift band, I am here to present to you the pinnacle music experience. That is what this is. So I'm going to introduce them because they're on stage right behind me. Pounding the floors on the twos and fours, we have <laughs> Masan from the video game Um Jammer Lammy. So Um Jammer Lammy is the successor to Parappa the Rapper, which we've already talked about before as a defining music video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Masan. A, a real was Nexus event in, uh, <laughs> a in Nexus 32 event bit of... graphics. <laughs> uh, so Masan was the drummer in. Lammy's band. So just to describe what this person looks like, she is actually a small mouse-like creature who speaks in animalese and has gigantic hands and also a stick of dynamite on their head. You know, as drummers do. Oh, she's fun. She is (laughs) very fun. She has a stylish little dress. She's like a big radish. (laughs) (laughs) Over over to the right, slamming those strings with devil's might, we have Emperor Deviculus from Brutal Legend. Do you guys remember Brutal Legend? How haven't we talked more yeah, about Brutal Legend? I do. Yeah. Brutal Legend was it so good. It is hard to believe that Brutal Legend does not come up on this podcast more often than it does. I specifically remember Todd logging many hours of Brutal I Legend. Played. Well, didn't didn't we both play that when we lived together? We might have. I played through the whole thing. Was it okay? Was it in college? Yeah, sorry. So, so Emperor Deviculus is from Brutal Legend. He's the antagonist of the the game. He wears like a Slipknot like leather mask. <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry. And most importantly, he shreds on a four necked guitar. And so he is here to deliver you the guitar solo that the Satanic Panic actually warned you about for real. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Wielding some brass, wearing boots that'll kick some ass. We have Jazz from Eternal Sonata because, oh my God, we're going to talk about Eternal Sonata Oh my Sonata God, today. Eternal Sonata. What a fucking pool, man. Uh, all right, since two of you know what Eternal Sonata <laughs> yeah, is, I what got the you. hell is this game? It's, it's me. 
Eternal Sonata is like a JRPG that is just all music based in its like combat system and its lore and uh, I think Sh- Chopin is is the it's main Chopin. Character. It's specifically <laughs> yeah. one. It's specifically <laughs> one classical composer based uh, JRPG. You know everyone's yeah. favorite games like Eternal Sonata. <laughs> Eternal Sonata. <laughs> Todd, did you read encyclopedias for fun when you were a kid? <laughs> Absolutely not. I played this JRPG in the summer two thousand of seven or eight. Anyway, so Jazz is, he is a helpful hero on your team. Um, He loves freedom. He actually leads an anti-government group. (laughs) And he carries an instrument that is half sword, half brass instrument, all awesome. Where is the This Machine Kills Fascist sticker on his instrument, Todd? (laughs) Probably on, it's probably on the back, I would assume. Hmm. So, so tying this group up with electronics and harmonics, we have the sentient singing turtle or turtle turret from Portal Two. If you remember the ending credits of Portal Two, when you have to go up an elevator really, really slowly, and all the turrets yeah. harmonize and sing for you, yeah, it's this. So you wanted a uh, pitch perfect vocals. You wanted self harmonizing tones. You wanted a vocalist that is fifty percent gun or that isn't fifty percent gun. Well, two out of three isn't bad. The turds are the ones I remember that they they go like, "Are you still there?" Is that is that mm-hmm. what, did I remember that right? Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yep. a that's a fun pool. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. The point here is that Andrew, I have created the perfect band for your label today, and just so you know, they call themselves Emperor Diviculus and the Electric Mayhem, and that is what I've brought you today. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a pretty solid start. Um, I do have. I do want to note that I do have the wiki for Eternal Sonata up. And we will <laughs> be talking more about Eternal Sonata in the post show. Guys, but are we for gonna now, play Eternal Sonata because it has multiplayer. <laughs> but for now, let's move over to Talent Scout, comma Digital Entertainment Division, number two, Kyle Harper. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for thanks for taking this meeting today. I have a band here for you, assembled from the finest players across video gaming one could even call them a super group if we felt so inclined Hmm. so to kick things off we've got our lead vocalist priscilla from the witcher series is going to be lead vocals and the loot player Hmm. and then backing her up on the acoustic guitar from the animal crossing series is going to be a kk slider laying down the the funky rhythms yep. and the, debate the sweet this fan riffs. favorite kk slider yep debate this fan favorite kk slider that puts the super in super group there kk slider well, does. i'll be the judge of that but keep going <laughs> um and then providing some background harmonizations and fill-ins is going to be deku link from majora's mask playing the deku pipes just rounding out just okay. a whole horn section coming from one little guy <laughs> and then laying down the rhythm for us holding down the backbeat is Rillaboom from Pokemon Sword and Shield playing the This drum is kit. an incredibly good pool. <laughs> <laughs> I like this a lot. It's on brand but I'm okay with that because I mm-hmm. I love Rillaboom so much. Isn't it such a silly design? Mm-hmm. A, it's a it's a Pokemon that plays a drum kit. His whole thing is he just plays... He's a, he has he's a, a drum kit. He's a monkey that plays drums. That's his this whole vibe. This is insane. <laughs> Todd, have you <laughs> seen this? Sword, well, no, Sword and Shield. Look up Sword and Shield Pokemon Band because there's a Pokemon oh. Band in Sword and Shield. What? Is it Rillaboom? It's Rillaboom is the oh, drummer. Yeah, oh, there's, and a, then, there's a band. Um, okay. Toxel, Toxel is yep. the uh, guitarist. 
and uh, the Zigzagoon New Evol- Galarian Evolution is the singer. He's like the, the it's like a punk band because it's because it's a uh, UK themed. Yeah. Full disclosure: I was one Pokemon short of doing a whole Pokemon band. So <laughs> yeah, I I at some point to, in, when I was putting together my four, I was like, I need a Pokemon. I'm gonna type in Pokemon drummer, and I saw Rillaboom was the only hit, yep. and I saw you already had it in yours. Yeah. So I was like, never mind, I'm leaving Pokemon alone. <laughs> we'll talk more about the Pokemon band. Keep going, Kyle. These four musicians are gonna all come together, Andrew form kind of a the the stomp clap americana folk uh band that is so popular <laughs> among kids stomp these days clap, americana folk is so good called calanetta and the wild hunters oh that's awesome <laughs> i mean you you've got you've got all of the the boxes checked here you've got a you know conventionally <laughs> manic cute manic pixie dream girl playing a lute mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you've got a you've got a very sweaty man <laughs> playing playing a fuzzy drum set of <laughs> drum set made out of trees out of trees yeah yeah and then you've got deku link playing his massive deku pipes which yeah i mean you did the thing great job all right matt what do you got for us this is town scout number 3 well, I take a little offense to what Kyle had to say. <laughs> oh, it's a bit. It's a bit day. We're in a dangerous time here in music, and uh, we believe it's time to bring the kids back to Americana. <laughs> we need to remind the people the influence that bluegrass had on this great nation. And I have assembled the greatest bluegrass band to ever grace a video game <laughs> matt is channeling every on-air caller he ever had at the radio station <laughs> can you play more tool you haven't played much tool lately the real long ones too leading the charge of the greatest video game bluegrass band is none other than what i would say is the most popular bluegrass themed video game character of all time (laughs) one banjo kazooie of game banjo kazooie okay (laughs) he's not wrong now everybody knows percussion in bluegrass isn't a fancy drum set it's whatever you have around you so we needed someone who could make a rhythm on the floor and we found donkey kong donkey kong playing the percussion for the bluegrass band and now we searched far and wide for somebody who could play bass for us and uh, it turns out bluegrass bassist in video games pretty minimal not many of those however <laughs> however we it was did real find hard to one. find a bassist i will i'll back yeah. that up on that we found one upright bass player in all of video games his name is arthur morgan and he is the protagonist of red dead redemption 2 okay yeah you can play um you can play like old time uh like ragtime and bluegrass music online Hmm. in red dead redemption i learned today it's true red dead redemption 2 feels a lot like grand theft auto 6 where it's like it's truly just a sandbox game like i have no idea what that game is yeah (laughs) it is incredible and weird all Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like three ticks and a cowboy hat away from second life (laughs) (laughs) that one's one's a slow burner (laughs) 
Last but not least, we needed the voice of an American angel who could stand at the front of this group to sing not only the blues, but the grass. And we found Helmut Fulbear. Helmut Fulbear from Psychonauts 2. This man is a brick shithouse. This man. I have never played Psychonauts 2. I've never seen this character before. I love him. <laughs> so I have also never played Psychonauts 2, but Helmut Fulbear is the lead singer of, I think the band is called the, the Psy Six, like Psychics, but the Psy Six. And they're mm. like a, a psychedelic rock band. But Helmut Fulbear is voiced both in vocal song and in vocal talk by Jack Black. Uh, oh, and it's like a very good. good Jack Black. So okay. Helmut Fulbear voiced by Jack Black, lead singer of the greatest bluesgrass <laughs> band to ever come out of Vigia Games. We like to call that bluesgrass band the Old Bro Power Up Show. If I had a nickel for every game we talked oh. about today that has Jack Black in it, I'd have two nickels. Yeah, that just been a lot, but it's, it's weird, weird that it happens that it's twice. twice. It's a, it's a real Marvel's eighty three eleven in in my Overwatch situation. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, Matt, that pun was very good, and I'm mad that you did it. I have to say off the bat, excellent showing from all three. I'm I'm very excited to see what what y'all have brought. That being said. You know, as you guys know, making the band, both make capital M making the band and also making a band <laughs> just isn't the same as it used to be. You know, Diddy would source a group of conventionally attractive white dudes to sing about fast fashion retail chains. Nowadays, we need to hit the socials with a killer song to get your band on the map. What will your band's debut single be? What kind of music is it, which you've already touched on? And how will you debut that single? Did you guys get my O Town reference? Did that get did that that didn't get lost anymore? Was that O Town? It was an O Town reference. Okay. Yeah. I, was, yeah. no, I totally lost O Town. Yeah. What what's the song about fast fashion retail chains? I thought O Town was the song that did, I just realized that didn't didn't O Town I don't think O Town did I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, that was no, that's that was, LFO. That was, ELO. That was LFO. Cool. Those, All right. Well, not ELO. That's different. It's LFO. It's not ELO. All right. Well, uh, fuck it. O-Town Go ahead, did Todd. Liquid Dreams. I don't. Yeah. I hate that I know that, okay. but that was what they did. Um, cool. Wow, I gotta just like I need to sit with that one for a second. All right, so um, Andrew, <laughs> our debut single titled "Differential Equations of an Infinite Dying Star" will be the first single dropped by <laughs> Emperor Diviculus in the Electric Mayhem. You see, Andrew. The prog slash math rock sound of Diffy cues of an IDS will have kids tapping their toes to the beat. That is, if they can keep up with our dream theater-esque time changes that go down smooth. Excellent. You know, we are channeling some of that energy of the 2003 Blue Grant or Blue Man Group, the complex that like perfectly married vocals and complex rhythms, and that's what we're pumping into the air. To go further, our our artists they've truly mastered their craft in their own video game worlds, and they're now here to bring this mathematically perfect sound to a global audience. And you asked how we do that. It's going to be pumped into every single mandatory YouTube ad. It will be impossible <laughs> to avoid this. It is, in fact, everywhere. It's going to be like um, 
the new like Harry Styles hit song that's in the background of everything now, and everyone's like, God, God damn <laughs> yeah. it, Harry Styles. But like, that's gonna be it, and people are gonna love it. Okay. Yeah, that's usually how that works. When you hear a song everywhere, you love it all the time yeah. and don't immediately change the channel when it comes on. Yeah. I do feel like you have a little bit of a missed opportunity here with the Prague concept album piece, but uh, you know, we'll see how this fleshes out. So we'll we'll let this differential we'll let this equations of an infinite dying star is going to be a household name, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Apollo, I'm burning volume four. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is, at least three fourths of us could have given you that name right now. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome, Kyle. What about you? All right, Andrew. So everyone who has played The Witcher Three DLC knows that Priscilla just finished up a big solo tour and is looking for a bigger sound for her next project. Hence, the full band. Matt and Kyle, have you just play- finished playing The Witcher DLC? No. So she's decided to re-release a song <laughs> off her EP, <laughs> Ballads and Hems. <laughs> but instead of a soft folk piece, this is going to be a, like I said earlier, Midwest emo, stomp clap Americana uh, style track, using Rillaboom's big drums and Deku Link's pipes to add a giant wall of sound arrangement to the tune. <laughs> uh, this is going to be debuted as a pop-up rooftop performance in downtown Novigrad, that wraps with the announcement that the the single at the conclusion of the concert will be avail- immediately available for streaming. Okay. So kind of like a modern day Beatles on the rooftop kind of deal, huh? Something like that, yeah. Mm. All right, all right. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Matt, what about you? Well, you see, Andrew, <laughs> just to get... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just to get Arthur Morgan to have the opportunity to pick up that sweet stand-up bass online in Red Dead Redemption 2, you must, you must purchase and expand the Moonshiners Bar. Now, once we have expanded and own a Moonshiners Bar, it will serve as the perfect venue to release and demonstrate the first single of the old bro power-up show. So, imagine (laughs) the band takes the stage. Donkey Kong has a washboard. Arthur Morgan playing to the regulars on his stand-up bass. Banjo-Kazooie begins to strum a tune a little familiar (laughs) to everybody's ears. And Helmet Full Bear takes the stage and begins to sing... Heading down south to the land of online, thumbing my way up the Ethernet line, staring down the code, pray to God no. I connect tonight. When I made it to the host after 17 hours, starting to think I should have stopped and showered, but I'm all sweaty and jolly, gonna lead my party tonight. And that is the opening <laughs> lyrics to our new single, Rock Me Mama Like a Loading Wheel. Coming to you from Old Bro Power Up Show Mm -hmm. in 2022. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Incredible, Matt. (laughs) Can I I say something? It's not bad. (laughs) I want to say something because I think that was one very good. Listeners at home and those that have access to the the notes, we type in notes, you know, to kind of like show the roadmap (laughs) of what we're going to say. Matt's note for this answer just says bluegrass. Just one word. (laughs) Just says bluegrass. Other thing I was going to say, Matt, when you were describing, you said, 
Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> strumming, strumming on a washboard. I swear to God you were going to say Arthur Morgan on a second washboard. Kazooie, <laughs> a third washboard hits the stage. Also, you where you started as like dude in a dive bar playing uh playing a fiddle you kind of evolved into like southern georgian socialite <laughs> <laughs> well, let's I do really like... these boys yeah, are yeah. gonna play some music tonight for you just a southern country chicken lawyer uh, now i yeah. now, i'm not a fancy southern liar but i do i do know a few things around oh. I don't know the rest of that climb. Anyway, impressive. He went from his his tipping his hat that has like some frayed edges to it yeah. to puffing up a vest coat. Yeah. To Doug Dimidome, owner of <laughs> Dimsdale Dimidome. I was going to talk about it in the after show, but the foghorn leghorns just to hide how scratchy my voice is. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, you know, to each his own. Okay. Wow. Uh, well, I was going to talk about Battle of the Bands, but like. Y'all just got punched in the proverbial gut by a southern, <laughs> fancy southern gentleman. Well, he declared, Andrew. You heard <laughs> he, did, did declare. He, he did declare. All right. So prompt number three. I'm in the bit. Back in the bit now. Guys, everybody loves a good battle of the bands. This is one of the few generally known facts of the universe. Now, since we are using fictitious characters through the use of questionable, innovative science and technologies... We can actually make it a legitimate battle of the bands where three bands will enter and only one will leave along with their lives, along with the adoration of the crowd. Sorry, did you say lives? Lives. Lives. Are we, is this to the death? Have you not been to a battle of the bands before, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are your Well, I have. I mean, there's like? there's battle of the bands that are to the death, and then there's like quick play battle of the bands, and I wasn't sure what is was it, the play. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a this is battle of the bands death match. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's campaign mode. Yeah. It's Battle of the Bands, Rockets Only, Hang em High. <laughs> yeah. So how will your chosen band not only rock the faces off, but literally take the faces off each of their opponents? This is the kill the other people question. Todd. Yeah, no, we, we got it. Um, Good. So so we'll go, we'll go through the order again. So Masan, the drummer, I know she's small. She's mighty. Uh, when she gets fired up, that dynamite on her head actually ignites. Which, you know, that's a live explosive. It's fun. And she moves super fast and becomes incredibly destructive. So she can just hold her own with any of the drummers that we are given here tonight, despite her small stature. It may not come as a surprise that Emperor Diviculus comes from a layer of hell where he can summon a four-story tall Hydra from the depths of hell just using his multi-necked <laughs> guitar. Oh, well, he also pulls that out of his chest cavity. When it's time for him to play it, he he can just open up his chest cavity and pull a four-necked guitar. Stores the guitar in his chest cavity. Yeah, it's an extra-dimensional space. Um, also, speaking of the chest cavity, since you brought it up, Kyle, that's where he keeps all the hearts of the people he kills. So he'll be oh, done got mortally doing doing that. Oh, and I mentioned how Jazz's instrument is like half greatsword. So in Eternal Sonata, the game I'm going to talk about right now, he is <laughs> he is your heavy tank of the game. And so he is regularly found using that great sword brass instrument as a two-handed sword where he like face tanks everyone and all the damage he does, he heals back at 25%. So he is all the worst things about all the heroes you play against an Overwatch wrapped up into a sword-wielding <laughs> tank, which is great. 
lastly, our lead vocalist packs an endless supply of machine gun rounds for its dual chain guns that hide inside its aperture science shell. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. I forgot who you had as on lead vocals for a for a minute. Yeah. I was like, who <laughs> yeah. has a ton of machine gun rounds? Oh, yeah, it's okay. it's a, a semi-sentient uh, gun. The Perhaps the best part about what will be taking place here is that my band, they actually use all of their instruments in battle. And so we're going to be miking them all up in the fray. And we're then going to release it under the title The Abacus of Death's <laughs> Desire off of the Bloody EP. So that's going to be put out <laughs> following this battle. It has an international use, too, because it's the Bloody EP. Get it? Right, right, right. Uh, uh, Everyone? It's good. Okay, Kyle. All right, Andrew. So... Up front, I will say, Rillaboom and Deku Link are going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. KK Slider and Priscilla really aren't uh, combatants. <laughs> if, they're lovers, if, uh, not fighters. They're lovers, not fighters, exactly. But Rillaboom, he can send concussive sound waves through his drums. So he's going to be like rocking out and shooting blasts across the stage and just knocking the other bands away off stage and just just generally doing his thing. And if push comes to shove, he can Dynamax into a three-story tall, ten-story tall gorilla and go all King Kong on everybody. And that's pretty good if we're answering this uh, question as who would win a fight, which is what we're doing. <laughs> but the real powerhouse here, Andrew, is Deku Link. Because in this Deku essay, pipe, I will. <laughs> in this essay, I will. Uh, <laughs> playing the Deku, the Deku pipes are just um how the ocarina of time manifests itself when link puts on the deku mask so with the ocarina of time deku link can play some jaunty tunes and control the weather or time and it's gonna win the battle just by speeding everyone through time and and waiting for old age to claim them and um literally <laughs> melt their faces off through the natural process of decomposition so okay there you go. <laughs> you know, the way that most battles are resolved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're there for a long time, not a good time. It's like a fish concert. <laughs> like a fish concert. <laughs> that was very good. All right, Matt, what do you got? What do you see, sir? We came here to play music. We came here to spread love. We didn't come here to partake in violence and you may look at our band and see some sturdy gentlemen we all play our instruments with callous hands of course banjo kazooie rescued his sister with an abomination of an animal in his backpack he can hold his own as can donkey kong arthur morgan is a skilled gunman and Honestly, helmet full bear like died or something. I didn't play Psychonauts <laughs> 2, but I think he got resurrected by just being a mustache and a ball of light from the one credit scene I watched today. I don't really know. Anyway, you see, we intend wow. to win this battle with the power of bluegrass. Because, Andrew, there is not a drunk American in the world who can... Hold back from singing along with the old bro power up show. And when you get enough people drinking shine and singing that sweet, sweet bluegrass, well, anything's possible. And if we were to 
say shank another band behind the barn, I think we might be able to get away with it in the middle of the jam session. It's the power of bluegrass. It's a little different than friendship. It's got a little <laughs> twangier. Are you you doing a power of friendship thing? Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I misread this last question and thought it was like, how is your band going to be better than all the other bands? I didn't know we were fighting, so I didn't know. The fortuity is not what I hung my hat on today. Okay. Well, you know what? You committed to the bit, and for that, you did a thing. Anyway, let's move on. So uh, we're going to end today, like we always, with our super secret bonus question. This one's a little bit chunkier, so I'm going to walk you guys through it. After the initial flash fire success of your band's first hit album, we're going to let that heat cool off a little bit. We're going to do that by not releasing another album for a number of years later. Until all of a sudden, your band is going to self-publish their own album out of completely out of nowhere. And it's definitely going to be, one, markedly different from the material that everyone knew them for. And two, an extremely heady concept album. From eyes through the, from fear through the eyes of madness. What is that concept album, and what is the ridiculously complicated narrative that it's trying to tell? And we're going to answer these questions right after this. Hey Deja, what if we started a podcast? But if we did that, we'd have to be an incredible hosting duo. And both hosts would need a background in studying media, right? Yeah, plus hot takes and passion that goes well past academics. Well. What would we call it? Welcome to Screen Studies with Deja and Justin. I'm Deja. And I'm Justin. This is the podcast where we talk about how the things on our screens affect our culture. And how our culture affects what's on our screen. Whether you're seeking conversations on TV, movies, or social media, you can find new episodes of Screen Studies every Monday on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back. All right, before the break, we asked the super secret bonus question, which is, give me that weird, self-published, heady concept album that's, you know, probably pay what you want. It probably only released on the, if, if you only knew about it, if you followed the, the artists on Twitter, this is the, uh, your band in parentheses, Taylor's version album. <laughs> so we're going to start with Todd. Much like the band Extreme rebranded themselves with, a track like more than words after putting out songs like play with me you know very different tones emperor Deviculus and the electric mayhem are going to come back with a brand new sound so in their breakthrough new album titled imaginary numbers real emotions our band members will be switching from electronic prog math rock to a fully embraced celtic instrument driven rock so completely <laughs> completely unplugged except for the backup power source that is necessary for our singing turret should the solar panels cut out, we will see Emperor Deviculus and the Electric Mayhem dive into a narrative where they will be pushing back against the science and order of their old sounds and their lives. Because that's what we need and we deserve in whatever year this comes out. <laughs> sure. In, uh, in 2135. In 1990X. <laughs> the, the year 1990X. Kyle, what about you? Um, I've actually got a twofer for you for this one, Andrew, because in those sitting years, Priscilla is going to buy the rights to the name Priscilla and the Wild Hunters from the rest of the band. She is then going to hire 
the rest of the band to work under her, but Ooh. work the contract so that she gets a cu- the largest cut of all the. She's doing a paramour. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then that new album is going to move away from the stomp clap folk um, and just be a pure pop radio album called my transformation into a pop princess. It will be a concept album technically, yeah. but it, they're all it's, it's 10 pop songs. Um, that loosely tie together. However, KK Slider is not having any of it. He's not. He sells the rights to his name and cuts all ties with Priscilla and the Wild Hunters, and goes off on his own to record a solo psychedelic rock album, chronicling <laughs> his move from the big city to a small deserted island, called Tales of a Southern Sunset is the, the psychedelic <laughs> rock album from K.K. Slider. Do you guys think that K.K. Slider is just John Mayer? Is that what's happening? It might be. It could <laughs> be. I don't, I've never yeah. seen him in the same place at the same time. So. That's a good point. Yeah, if you if you watch K.K. Slider's performances, he, he, he fucks after the show. Yeah. I'm not saying necessarily <laughs> his, like... He I'm not fucks. saying specifically, like, his music. Now, K.K. Bubblegum does, in fact, fuck... But yeah. him himself, the this anthropomorphic dog, mm. he fucks. I, I was going for a more of a John Frusciante thing with, with okay. that spinoff. But yeah, John Mayer also works, I guess. Although he went opposite and did like yeah. rock into, into country. But yeah, here we are. Here we are. Uh, Matt, here <laughs> we are. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm I'm the new manager for the Power Up show, and um, so so it's been a few years, and uh, Banjo got really into psychedelics, man. So he actually put together this new album, all about his journey and the trauma that he's processing after his journey to save his sister man and um (laughs) we lost arthur morgan somewhere along the way and we were looking for a new bassist and luckily we found this guy who walked away from his band a long time ago to explore some more psychedelic options so We've put out this new concept album totally written and concepted by Banjo-Kazooie on acid. It's called <laughs> At the Base of Mount Winky Bunyan. At the Base of <laughs> Mount Winky Bunyan, which you can hear under the band's new name, Roger Waters' Old Bro Power Up Show. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I get that? Can I get that mountain's name again? Uh, that would be Mount Winky Bunyan, the actual Great. last name of Gruntilda no. from Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did yeah. not know that her last name was Winky Bunyan. I learned recently, like in the development of most rare games, especially Banjo Kazooie, thirty percent of that game are just thinly veiled dick jokes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I look at when it. it came out. Like, like 30% exactly percent of pop culture at the time were thinly, thinly veiled pictures. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, guys, it's now that time. Give me your closing statements or thinly veiled dick jokes, whatever you prefer. Todd, you may begin. Yeah, this is simple. This is just the pitch for, for what I have for you today Emperor Diviculus and the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs>
Math Rock brought to you from the depths of hell. Okay. I like it. Short, sweet, to the point. Kyle? Andrew, I brought you a hit machine today. Priscilla and the Wild Hunters are going straight to the top of all the charts, um, and it's up to you whether they're going to do that for your label or some other label. They're they're going there regardless. It's up to you if you want to be on if you want to hitch a ride on their star. Okay, love it, Matt. Andrew, let's face it: the most popular thing on the internet these days are off-genre covers of video game music. If I pitched you a bluegrass band that only played video game covers, they would be your favorite TikTok page. I would not listen to anything else. I am just asking you <laughs> to support local bluegrass musicians who are trying to write their own hits. I love it. Didn't you say that one of them's dead and turned into a mustache beam of light? How is that local bluegrass music? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to cite the Psychonauts lore because I am unfamiliar. However, from, again, the one cutscene I watched today, I think that he died before the game, and I'm pretty sure he ends the game back to life, but I, I'm not going to stamp my flag on that hill. Same question for the other three that canonically live in places that the game is set and cannot all be local. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know where Donkey Kong Island is. That's true. You can't international tell me it's waters, not local. At least, yeah. It's, well. <laughs> Maybe it's off of Lake Erie. Okay, let's get into good vibes. And let's talk more about how where Donkey Kong Island is. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lead into this. Um, something, something. We're taking the. We're gonna go and discuss all of your pitches, and I'll come back with an answer on who we're gonna do an album with. I don't give a shit. Uh, who on. cares? Do the thing. <laughs> who cares? This was wonderful. This was just <laughs> this really, was a truly fun. a delight. I feel like every now and again, and I, I've said this a lot lately, that we have an idea that I'm like, well, that'll be fun. And then we show up and we all brought the best casserole to the to the luncheon. Like this is just really, really something special. I like Kyle that you named a number of actually three fourths of your band I'm familiar with. And the only one I wasn't familiar with was Rillaboom that I said, you know, I, I did some searching for for a, a Pokemon that plays drums and it was the only option that showed up. And so I became <laughs> familiar with it. Any opportunity that lets us talk about the fact that Majora's Mask let you turn into different body horror forms of Link, great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Matt, you did a thing, and I really liked I what you sure did. I sure did. It, it <laughs> oscillated back and forth between this is brilliant to, man, I hate the words you said. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking at your band's lineup, one of these things is not like the other, and that other's name is Helmet Full Bear, and I'm excited to have met Helmet Full Bear today. <laughs> I do really love Helmet Full Bear. However, I would argue that Helmet Full Bear has more in common with Banjo and DK than Arthur Morkin from Red Dead does. <laughs> okay. Now yeah. I know you're gonna uh -huh. I, I knew you were gonna you're going there. However, I think there's a pretty good line of I could see Arthur Morgan playing bass while Donkey Kong plays drums in a bar canonically online. In Red Dead Redemption 2. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's certainly possible. They're saving that for the next Smash, Todd. I would also add that Arthur Morgan is just constantly cleaning up other people's messes. Like, that's his always, that's always the through line of his quests. And I could see it being like, Arthur, Donkey Kong got into a fight downtown again. You gotta go save him. <laughs> and Arthur Morgan gets on his pony and goes, I know, I'll get him this time. I'll say, I'll bring him home. So... Anyway, I am I can be contacted for voice acting outside of this podcast should you need anyone to do <laughs> Arthur Morgan voice acting. Great. It was re- I tra- transported, Todd. Tra- I believed I was really playing up. Red Dead Redemption 2 for a minute. Fully immersive. <laughs> Todd, you brought all the the very deep cuts and put them in a prog rock metal or math metal band and that was the right that was the right choice for all the deep cuts you brought today. We, You are right. We do not talk about Brutal Legend enough on this show. Thank you for taking the first steps to chain, towards changing that for us. <laughs> Matt, you, you did a bit and you committed to it and I commend you for it. Old bro power-up show is a very good, very good Incredible. joke. Incredible. And mm-hmm. and your commitment to the bluegrass promoter slash agent was very good in that it made me very mad because you talked slow, like in that southern accent, <laughs> like someone with that accent actually would, and it actually makes me mad in real life how slow they talk. So good <laughs> check marks all around, Matt. Oh, thank you. Uh, this was great, Todd. I agree. We don't talk about brutal legend enough. Um, I kept. I, okay, we were all on the same listicles today, and I kept seeing all of these rock musicians pop up. Right. It was like, Lemmy Killemeister's been in a video game. I was like, what the shit has he been in? Brutal Legend. So yep. uh, very good pull. I really liked that. Also, I think that this episode would not have flown with the larger video game audience had someone from the... Parappa the Rapper extended universe not made it in. So Masan, mm-hmm. it's really for SEO good. more than anything. Yeah, I mean absolutely. Yeah. Also, um, the singing turrets from Portal Two is very good. That song, uh, still alive, is a fucking banger. Mm. Fucks real hard. So yeah, that's great. Kyle Rillaboom, thank you for introducing <laughs> me to Rillaboom, man. I went DK on drums i went banjo kazooie and dk before i came up with anything else and so i didn't even like dive into the world of video game drummers but i'm glad that you did and rillaboom was a great find also what todd said about majora's mask and body horror that game is a nightmare let me tell you matt i knew i had two options for drum playing gorillas for to round out my band (laughs) And I thought the drum set was better than uh, a set of bongos was the only <laughs> reason I landed on the Rillaboom side of that coin. I also really like that I went Old Crow Medicine Show and you went Mumford and Sons for today's answer. That was very <laughs> Florence good. Florence and, really and the Machine it. was what <laughs> oh, I was okay, going yeah. for. Florence but yeah. and the Machine, yeah. Iron and Wine, also a possibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think K.K. Slider might be the new Rami Malik of Debate This. Oh, yeah, he's been Maybe. around a lot lately. Yeah, yep. he's he's definitely shown up a lot. Okay, well, uh, I have thought a lot about it. There are no execs this time. There's no council. It's just me here. Hey, it's just me here. <laughs> Andrew's just booking a band for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told you what the event is yet. Don't spoil the surprise. 
Now, I, I legitimately think that there's value in all three of these acts. And while I would love to pick all three, I can't. Now, if I was a logical man and if I was somebody that if I if I knew like if I was going to today say I'm going to pick the band that is guaranteed to get the most butts in the seats that has the most star power, I think it would probably be Kyle, but I'm not going to pick Kyle. Oh, Kyle with the fake out. Kind of mean yeah. to say that. We do an audio podcast, so you didn't all get to see Kyle yeah, you like see cheer that. and then sink, it was, but it was, it was yeah, quality. It was, he got, no, I sorry, knew it was coming. I knew when I came, when I came up first, I, he was going to take it. He's going to rip it away. It's fine. Now, if I was going to give this to the person that brought the biggest potential to provide new and unique, innovative entertainment, I'd give it to Todd. Unfortunately, I'm not giving it, give to, it to Todd. Matt. Damn it. <laughs> now, this is the music industry. Hell yeah! This it is. is one that's built on emotions and pure <laughs> chaos, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I gravitated most toward today. Matt, you're gonna win it just strictly because you stuck to a bit. You stuck to a bit that wasn't consistent, but it was very <laughs> funny. What did I care about this? <laughs> You were a fancy southern gentleman who also played in a dive bar with a tent with a two two dollar hat. But I like the energy and I love what you brought here today. And that's why, Matt, you're the winner of today's episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that no. was neither of those things. No. That, was, for, that was a new third accent. southern accent. <laughs> it's a new thing. <laughs> well, and you forgot about the new band's manager. He's had four accents in this episode. That's true. He's, he's had a, we've had a couple characters. He's doing a one-man improv show. <laughs> it's my whole life, man. My whole life is that. a one-man improv show. Can we finish the podcast now? I feel that. Thanks for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at DebateThisCast.com. Hey, do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior, the Debate This Patreon exclusive <laughs> premium feed? Awesome. Well, hey, guys, if you like what we do and want more of it, consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash debatethiscast, where for the low, low price of $5 a month, you could get access to our exclusive feed where we upload one new show a month. Now, normally we're doing our tabletop role-playing game show, The Office Drones. We're actually taking a break on that. And all this summer, we've been doing new episodes. This is what we call our Summer O Pilot. So this is a great time to get in. Uh, <laughs> this is a great time to get on the ground floor. <laughs> so far this summer... I took these guys on an aural journey through SNES classic Chrono Trigger. Kyle strapped on a pair of inline skates and 360 indie nose boned his way through a rewatch of Disney Channel original movie Brink. And then most recently last month, Matt booted up the Wayback Machine and led a re-litigation of a classic DT episode in which we featured not one, but two murderous demon clowns. So it's a good time. Check it out. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Until next time, I am Andrew Henderson. I'm Todd. Chop Chop Master Onion is a very unfortunate name for a character. Thomas. I'm Kyle Grassy Surge Harper. And I'm Matt. That's a joke, son. I say that's a joke. Cole. <laughs> we're saying, I say, I say thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. Ooh.